0: The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who has tried to recently score political points using a child they secretly adopted seven years ago, or approximately mm, 6,000 people in the greater Tulsa area, maybe not quite that many. In any event, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome Kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike.
1: And I'm Boy Fargo.
0: Yay, boy Fargo is back. We missed you last time.
1: Thank you for missing me, both of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it is summer officially. It is
2: mm-hmm. Father's Day. Um, All the days start getting shorter. Starting today. Yep. <laughs> I told to my coworker Friday, and he's like,
1: oh, shit. I like, yep. <laughs> I've been telling that to people for a couple weeks. Like, how awful are you? Um, <laughs> hey, I, wanna, I want to let everybody know how refreshing my bidet is on days like today. That's all I have to say.
0: OK. If, if oh, Well, go ahead and drop the name of your bidet so perhaps oh. they will eventually you know sponsor the podcast
1: oh no I, no I didn't get the the hello tushy one but i do love their marketing i, that's the <laughs> one I really got. if you go to hellotushy.com it's a really well done WordPress website do not confuse that however with tushy.com that's an entirely different experience yeah.
2: <laughs> See, when you said bidet i heard today and I'm like, how refreshing today has been. And I'm like, okay, that's vague. But now I understand. <laughs> no, no,
1: my, my, it's just, you know, because it's not hooked up to the hot water, it's just the tank water. And it's just mm-hmm. very nice and refreshing. You're like, oh, I'm gonna stay here for another half hour.
2: Did that take much to hook it up? I mean, yeah, no, I could okay. do
1: it. And I'm, I'm an inept faggot. So uh, <laughs> ten, 10 minutes, complete okay. 10 minutes, that was it. Um, but, yeah, if I, if Hello Toshi had had them in stock, I would have stayed with them. But anyway.
0: In any event. Yes. Uh, and I had a very refreshing day yesterday uh, in Creek Rich's pool. Oh. Yes. It, you know, sliding right into gossip, I was Word able to... Are going backwards and chronological? Well, so. probably, because I had gossip... 'Cause I was at CRC on Saturday and Fargo was at CRC on Friday. Yeah. And might have some things to say
1: about that. So. Okay. Sounds like Michael has the the, the far Michael well, I have what? Yes? You, <laughs> you could start. Okay. You could start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go psychological, psychological.
2: I mean, going furthest back, to uh, two Fridays ago. Um, yeah, just know a friend who called and it's like, Hey, and he was just checking to see my comfort levels with doing something because you know, it's like different people have different comfort levels and it's like, I think I'm ready to do things again. So he came over and it was lovely. It was like about taking out three months of touch starvation out on that poor, poor son of a bitch. And you know, three hours later, um, <laughs> so it was quite the session. It was quite fun. Um, I came. So right there, you can know. That. Wow. And then promptly like a fountain, uh, but then promptly got a massive dehydration headache because all I'd had that day was black coffee and some wine. And like, I don't, I'm not a good adult. <laughs> and it was like, the, the pain was like, Oh my God, I think I'm stroking out. It's like, no, I think strokes are painless generally, so it's just pain. <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun Friday. Uh, yeah, that was just out of the blue, and it was just like very nice and refreshing. So then, did you, uh, Arcane, go to Creek Ridge last weekend? I did not
0: end up going oh. to Creek Ridge last weekend.
2: Okay, that's why I thought we yeah. were jumping the gun, jumping to this weekend. But okay, so then yeah. you don't have last no. weekend report on. Okay, got it.
0: No, don't, don't have last week to report on. It was too, it, it was too cold to really enjoy uh, Creek Ridge last weekend, but no, it, it was pleasantly hot this weekend. Yeah, I could enjoy all that Creek Ridge had to offer. Although, before that, um,
1: Fargo right. and I
0: spent some quality time together.
1: Just a second. I have a follow-up. Yes. My, I have nope. a follow-up for Michael.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the, the gentleman you were with I'm assuming it was a gentleman.
2: Well, uh, sure or,
1: or not? Um, had that person, had he, had uh, relations with anyone else um, since COVID started? Oh yes,
2: no, no. He has a husband. Uh, okay. All right. And and so there there is contact. Question stands. <laughs> yes, and so um, but it's like okay, um, it's that whole risk assessment thing it's kind of yeah. like in the early days of hiv when there was really no good treatment so the thing was there's no such thing as safe sex there's just safer sex right. and that's today too it's like okay there's contact but i'm you know we've sussed each other out we're familiar with each other already and we kind of believe that each of us is serious about say mask usage and distancing and not licking every goddamn door knob you find you know
1: all right. uh, so, I, I just didn't know if if the the, um, the the touching and all of that was mutual for him too in in the
2: in oh the, no 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 i, I mean, he's and not, he's and had I, outlets, but he is also a horny horny boy who needs it often, and so it's like okay gotcha, gotcha he he probably gets you know me taking off three months is probably his horniness level after if he went a week without
1: i would think oh one of those knowing
2: knowing our different drives
1: <laughs> um, to that point. Somebody at Creek Ridge on Friday introduced himself to me and then um, proceeded immediately without anyone asking to tell me about the uh, COVID procedures that he's taken in his life and at work. And I'm like, Oh, oh. okay. It felt very, very uh, 1987. You know, <laughs>
2: like, like, here's my results. Here's, yes, here's all my, my pages. <laughs> Nothing. Or there's that scene in Jeffrey where he's sitting on bed with someone and the guy's showing him all his paperwork and all that. It's yeah. like, okay.
0: Or, or I mean, the the other scene in Jeffrey where the, the guy's completely wrapped up in plastic and he looks at the camera like, really? <laughs> oh,
2: but, um, you know, It's funny because when we like, we arranged this and then I was thinking, well, you know, there's many things you can do that aren't involving, and pretty much the things that, you know, that aren't involving, you know, face-to-face contact are very, you know, moderately safe. I mean, blowjobs, if you've, you know, washed yourself thoroughly with soap and water before, it's like, uh, as well as it, I was making that joke last time about the governor has not released, um, you know, guidelines for hooking up, up, but I guess the New York uh Yes. yes. And it's brilliant. It's like, oh, glory holes. Yeah. Glory They're, holes. Glory holes. <laughs> They're probably thinking a glory hole like, okay, you've just washed yourself, you present yourself, you put it through, and then someone starts sucking. Not the whole thing of like there's probably gonna be about five or six mouths on that dick throughout the evening. You know, that probably defeats the purpose. They're thinking in terms of, oh, you just go there and have it done and then you leave. And it's like no one uses a glory hole like that.
1: <laughs> you know what, I do own a home, and I do have a garage, and there's mm-hmm. no reason I could not set that up.
2: It'd be very popular.
1: Well, yeah, there's a one I went to in Omaha, and if uh, the flag was flying, he was available.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. And you've got flags
2: to fly.
1: I do. They're always out there. <laughs> it just never occurred to me that I have a garage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What will I do with this garage? What do, what do people do with garages? Oh, yes.
1: Other than that car thing. Of course, yeah. I do with the house, too. So anyway.
2: Okay. You know, <laughs> the funny thing was when we got together, my first thought was like, hey, okay, when he comes in, we're going to talk and I'm going to say, so how comfortable do you feel with kissing all that? Yeah, we never got that far. He came in the door and then mouse was on mouth, and there was like, okay, <laughs> that question is answered. Understood.
1: Okay. That's where we are. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
2: All so, right. so which of you, so we have a Fargo has a Friday night story and uh a... Well, before that, Fargo and I spent oh, some
1: right.
0: lovely quality time together in a very capitalist manner by going to the uh, <laughs> warehouse club. I was looking for duck and I didn't find it there. Oh, well. Um, got locks instead, which I haven't had locks on a bagel in ages, but, you know, as we discussed Last time wearing a mask kind of amplifies your own bad breath to yourself, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I got to enjoy my lock spagel all day
2: long. <laughs> well, I have discovered that, that uh, you know, a um, an edum, addendum to that story. Uh, yes, uh, thorough brushing of the tongue and soft palate seems to have uh, alleviated most of that problem. So I'm like, yay, yay first I thought, maybe these new masks I have aren't really sealing the air as well. And then I found the old mask again, threw it on, and I'm like, nope, yay, it's yay. better.
0: <laughs> and we saw the best t-shirt in the parking lot afterwards. <laughs> it, you'll, you'll appreciate this, Lansing Mike. It said, I'm wearing a lab coat. Your argument is invalid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I've seen it actually on a lab coat, and um, it's, yeah, it's amusing.
1: Oh that's even better. Yeah, the our, our local Costco does not have the wares that Sling Bear's uh, Costco seems to have. Oh. Yeah. That's not a big surprise at all given the location differences.
2: I thought they were pretty uniform, but um, okay. No, not at all. Okay.
1: No.
0: In, in any event, I had a very pleasant time. Uh, cool. Just spent just you know walking around with him and checking out all sorts of frozen food and resisting the temptation to get a whole bunch of uh, mochi, the, the Japanese ice cream things. Uh, but God, I was a good boy at that.
2: Yeah, Costco can be a very difficult place to go to when you have a chest freezer. It's like, oh, I, I can buy all this stuff. Yes, It'll be fine, really.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I- he was able to locate the keto bread for me. I had never gone down the bread aisle because why? And <laughs> Um, it's it's a better product than they sell at Aldi, um, and I'm okay with that.
2: Now, what is keto avoiding? What is?
1: Uh, somehow they're making the spread without carbs.
2: I, okay. I, don't, I, don't even... I saw, I also saw at Costco last time they have these cheese bacon chips. It's basically cheese uh, yes, and bacon you know. that have been melted into chips. Yes. And I didn't know who that was for. They're okay, but. I, I was just curious, they're on sale. I tried them and it's like, yes, they're cheesy and bacony. I Okay. Oh, they'd actually be good really crumbled up on like salads or shit mm-hmm. like that.
1: Well, you know what's missing so much in the keto experience is any sort of crunch. Oh. So that's why that's really important because you yeah. just, you, you miss a good mouth feel. <laughs>
0: Pork well, rinds.
1: Uh, oh. oh yeah, and you know.
0: Yeah, my father did Atkins before. Keto was a thing, and he, he lost quite a bit of weight on it actually. And he always had pork rinds in the house really spicy pork rinds, too. Yeah, I never you know, cared
1: for him, but that's where Aldi really excels. Those pork rinds they have from their Clancy's brand is really good, oh. but anyway, anyway, uh-huh. uh, I um had. <laughs> We all know the gentleman at Detroit bondage club who, uh, likes to have sex with uh, a leather jacket on.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and he's been over to the house a few times and has been, uh, um, no, not lately. Um, thank you. But, um, has been, uh, wintering in, in, um,
2: somewhere else,
1: somewhere else and has come back and had left a message and I didn't answer it because I just didn't, um, And um, let's see, somebody who um, uh, has since unfriended me because I called him on his racism in the last week, he and his husband stopped by after a trip to CRC just to say hello and went to give me a hug. And I said, no, no, not doing that yet. Just I'm not hugging yet. Uh So um, I'm tootling around the house a little bit later. And who's at my front door? Uh but Mr. Leather Jacket wear with the, with his backpack on, um, in which he carries a full leather jumpsuit, <laughs> because why not? So, you know, here I am having just gotten rid of somebody because I didn't want to hug them, and I'm thinking, all right, penis has delivered itself to my door. <laughs>
2: it then, would just be uh, rude not to take, yeah.
1: All right, and I just said, here it is, it, you know, and so I said, Give me a minute. <laughs> Let me freshen up. Hop on the bidet real quick. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, getting a little more than that but um, yeah, so took a shower and got ready, and we just, uh, Michael, it was probably similar. Um, just, it's like God, I, you know, I've often said that's the one thing if I ever get in a relationship again, just never, never to take for granted touch. Mm. Um, we don't get touched enough. Men don't get touched enough. Um, Uh, it was just and that was really the the nice part i mean the other parts were nice as well um but then we just fell asleep and that was so ridiculously sweet and lovely and then we woke up and like oh hey oh hey (laughs) he's rubbing my cock again and like so we did a round two um and it, it was like okay it was really nice um um, when, so when Dick delivers itself to your door, you know, boys and girls, um, you know, you, you just have to take advantage of it.
2: Now, was the couple who stopped by before, were they offering Dick, or is it just a visit? Uh,
1: just a visit. Okay,
2: or you never got that far.
1: Yeah, <laughs> when, no, no. Once you decline the hug,
2: they're probably thinking fucks are right out.
1: Well, but yeah, you know, Dick is, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's gone. We no longer speak. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, lo- lots of lots of drama that does not need to be relitigated on this podcast. No.
1: Just suffice it to say, people don't like to be told about themselves very often. You know, it's never unless you're in a space to learn, you're not going to. So there we go. Um, but that that was that was my one story, and I did mm-hmm. go out to Creek Ridge on Friday. Um, I couldn't. I didn't you know got all these dogs, so I just went out for a little bit and um met up with one of our chorus members who doesn't live in town and just hung out there and yeah, I got in the pool there were very many very few people there, but it it kind of was just so nice just very nice to be in a space with other people and everybody was really um really good at keeping away and um and there was this beautiful Venezuelan man um, that um, our, our choir member had a very good time with. <laughs> uh, and and uh, yeah, I didn't do anything, but um, that was fun to watch because I know he's probably had less interaction than I have in, in the last few months. So I'm very happy to hear from him. Oh. Um, and that's, that's all that I had that happened, but it sure was a nice bring back to
2: times of yore. So that was Friday night at Creek Ridge. So how was the Saturday at Creek Ridge?
0: The Saturday at Creek Ridge was uh, lots of fun. There were more people there. I got the last day pass of the day at one o'clock. Okay. They, they put a sign saying sold out of day passes once I got mine. I was like, wow, shoot. Shit. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So they but, are like there's like a they have a number that when they reach it's like okay, we're at capacity then.
0: Yes, yes, and it's lower than what the capacity was last year. Um, mm-hmm. so that so that social distancing is still physically
1: possible. Okay. So um, the lesson is go earlier, call while you're on your way.
0: That or um,
2: make sure you have a tent in your trunk. Oh sure. Okay. I'll yeah, because now so, do they still have they, oh, I'm sorry. Do they still have rustic camping sites? They, yes. Available? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They oh. still had rustic and powered camping sites available. Uh, and they even had a few trailer sites uh, oh, still okay. open as well. Um, but yeah, it was just the day passes that they ran out of. Um, okay. So when I got there, I was a, a little concerned because I was planning on meeting Sling Bear there and was worried that he might not have been able to get in. But no, he got there before me. Uh, and yeah. we, we ran into each other uh, at the pool um, where I ran into yeah several chorus members um, that I haven't had a chance to see in a while. And said hello to everybody. Um, met up with a few pleasant gentlemen that I had last seen at Detroit Bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always nice to see them. And yeah, hung out in the pool uh, for a while, then grabbed Sling Bear and went to the back 40 um, and threw him in a sling and do what we did. We did hike a, we did hike one of the loops out there, but apparently they haven't been able to spray as much as they would, would have liked to. So there are a few skaters. I've got a couple of bites, but it's not too bad. Um, part of that was probably because you know, we were doing the walk at two o'clock in the afternoon, if we were, if we were back there after the sun had went down, it'd be a bit more, uh, yeah, and it just seemed just a bit more buggy um, overall, Uh, more, more flies and beetles and such um, than last year, but I I put that to, you know, early in the season and a whole lot of chaos going on, I'm like, I can deal with a few bugs, uh, don't mind.
1: But um, and that
0: pond they have up front, that's yeah, just a breeding, yeah, out, literally, <laughs> yeah. the The creek, it, the creek itself that the campground is named after, isn't so bad because it's moving water, although it's not moving very fast. But yeah, there's wetlands and basically a stagnant pond right at the gatehouse, yeah. and yeah, that thing's going to need some chemicals uh, dumped in it to prevent uh, Big mosquito hatch,
2: or just stock it with you know some sort of fish that just loves bugs. now st- st- stock it with dragonflies.
1: More frogs.
0: Yeah, they they have improved the place uh, oh. since last year. They've got uh, a lot more signage up. Uh, they've each of the rows of campsites now has a name. I was them,
2: noticing that on some them mentioning some things, I was like, "Oh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember them being named, but okay, so that's maybe a recent yeah, thing."
0: Yeah, that that's new this year. Uh, signage out in the back forty, pointing your way to Fort Dix and the big old oak tree. Then they've also fenced off the area behind the club, which I don't think was fenced off before. Okay, um, and it looked like they've got
1: a lot of their heavy equipment back there mm-hmm. so um yeah it um where, where our chorus member was staying was 7a which is right across from the uh where what what is that building called the lodge yeah where, where the bathrooms are so he and mr venezuela were walking down the um one of the they were going to there's a couple there that's uh, there very often from Motor City bears club they were heading down there to get some drinks or something um down one of the uh, aisles probably the first one behind and then came back and said there are now signs up that you can only be nude so far Hmm. or no they didn't say signs they just said there are new rules that you can only go so far while you're nude so there must have been a sign there but i'm like i I didn't i didn't investigate that further but i thought okay
0: what what i heard and i you know second third hand this wasn't from anybody official is that you could not approach the gate naked. That once you got out past, I think it's where the campsites are, that uh, you, you should have your your dick covered. Um, so people- they have a
2: parking lot where it's kind of visible from maybe not the road so much, but definitely the house that's set up in front, you know, the house that is kind of in front of it all, um, you know, the parking lot's in full view of that house. And that house, I think, are the former owners of the campground, but they are not, you know, they're, they're, they're muggles who probably don't want to see a lot of penis. Okay. But, uh, yeah, as far as I know, yeah, like, I don't know how – definitely around that bend. But, you know, there's trees and everything, you know, blocking off the actual campsite, uh, right. you know, even yeah. on a trailer. So. Oh, it would yeah. Seem-
1: um- Another thing they did, I think, Arcane, you probably noticed, but those wires that were up from last year that didn't do anything over the pool, mm-hmm. they, they have some sunshades up there now.
0: Yes. Which,
1: yeah. Which are attractive and helpful.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they've got
0: some nice uh, sunshades up in each of the corners. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And
1: yeah, it, uh, little, little, little adjustments and improvements. Yep. I did not see Camp Daddy Mike. And I know he must have been there, but I did not see him.
0: No, and I didn't see the guy who goes by Nude Stud in Mud. I did. Um, you did?
1: No, oh, yeah. wait, no, no. I know who you're talking about. I, I'm thinking about the guy that drives around at the golf cart who's never got clothes on. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm talking about the closed, ever. Yeah,
0: I'm talking about the gentleman who built and maintained, at least in the last couple of years, the mud pit. Mm-hmm. Um and I, wish, I wouldn't know who he was if he weren't muddy, so I can. yeah <laughs> but it and yeah, the mud pit itself has had no work done on it this year. it's completely dried out um and I you know, I took a walk on the campsites, and I'm reasonably certain that the site that he was at last year didn't have his trailer there this year
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: so. And I've heard some rumors that he may have um, dropped off of recon, so I'm not sure what's going on there. But um, okay.
2: maybe, you know, maybe taking a break, maybe move, maybe who knows?
0: Yeah, it could be a, a whole bunch of things. But
2: yeah, I'm. Own uh, true love, and now he's like no longer, you know, <laughs> hanging out with the boys, <laughs> he's nesting somewhere with you know, it, it, who knows. Yeah, sure. That I believe that. <laughs> um, well, you know. So yeah, Creek Ridge. I was really seriously planning going this last weekend because everything was aligning right. Work was not too busy. I could get away for the weekend. I have, you know, I knew a friend who was planning on going. He's going to be moving soon, and he's never been. And he was like, "Oh, I think I can go this weekend." And it's like, cool. And I was really planning to, but then. Uh, three things kind of got in the way. It was like anxiety, donuts, and ass. In that and, order? Uh, no. The anxiety was pretty much anytime I go anywhere, I get flustered about, oh, do I have this? Do I have that? Do I have, to, I have to go shopping? I have to figure out what I'm eating. I have to clean up my car. I have to do that. And the little things build up. And if I give myself a good, like, say, month to prepare for a weekend, I'm fine. But this was like a week. And I'm like, I could do this. I can pull this off. And then it was like, Wednesday I'm like oh and then my friend who was going told me he's like oh I called they're full up and I'm like oh okay that decides it but he was talking about the tenting sites with electricity so maybe they were full earlier and opened up more or say they had cancellations I don't know but I then it occurred to me later it's like oh he probably didn't mean rustic camping and uh but I never got around to calling um so it happened Uh, the donuts were a local donut shop makes some really good donuts and they make specialty ones for certain weekends. And the two ones for this weekend sounded really good, but you have to order them 24 hours in advance. And I meant to order them Thursday to pick them up Friday. And then I forgot. And it was Thursday night. I'm like, well, it's too late now. And I'm like, well, I really want to get those donuts. So I could always (laughs) order them Friday for Saturday. It's like, well, but I'm not going to make a trip back from the campground to pick up donuts. And, but the final thing was my wait, friend wait, wait, who wait, I was wait, with.
1: Wait, wait, wait. What? Not the place in Grand Ledge.
2: Uh, no. Okay. Uh, this is a Groovy Donut in East Lansing, and I think also Williams, Williamston. Okay. So they're good. They they have very good donuts, and um, All right. and yeah, they you know the special ones were a vanilla bourbon apple fritter ah. and Ooh. Irish coffee donut.
1: I would have gone to get those for you, Michael.
0: (laughs) And he only would have eaten half of them.
1: No, I would have driven them out to you. (laughs) I absolutely would do that. So that was like
2: another thing, but the final nail in the coffin of me going was um, um, my friend who I was with Friday was like, you want to fuck Friday? And I'm like, I might be going camping and he's like, well, that's okay. But you know, I think he said something pithy, like, you know, a hole in the hand is worth two in the bush. And I'm like, true. And I'm like, and I'm already getting hard thinking about it. So yeah, we had a uh, repeat performance Friday night and um, it's amazing because it's like, Oh, you know, we're both sloppy enough with our mouths and he's sweaty enough that um, we don't need lube. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was All right. Run. Well, the thing with lube is, you know, you put it on, you use it, it's great, but then you use your mouth on any area the lube was at, and there's that taste, It's like, bleh. And, uh, so no, we, uh, had a great time, and then, um, you know, um, this time, this time it was like, okay, my goal is to get him off, because he didn't come last time, because he's someone who, like, you know, in certain other areas are being, uh, kind of, um, worked on, he's, uh. He he gets distracted from his dick, so you know, it just you know, he's not dick focused at that point. Well this time I'm like, Okay, we're gonna get him off and no, we overstimulated him, it didn't happen. You know, we go, we rinse off, clean off, get back dressed. He's leaving and I'm like, Yeah and and then things happen, I'm like, I just wanna fuck you with your clothes on. So shorts yeah. came down and he got fucked while we were both fully dressed and that brought him off. And then I then I did what I promised him which is like took the handful of the cum slathered it on my dick and then proceeded to fuck him with his own cum as lube and it's like this was nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Oh, it was dirty. And, and I mean, honestly, and that almost brought me off, but again, it was like that would have been another half an hour of fucking and it's like who has time for that? We'd have to take <laughs> another shower at that point. <laughs> well, oh, so. I so send him on his way, and then the fun thing was, um, again, good thing this boy is, you know, has a libido, because he gets home, then he sends me a message, just like, yeah, I told my husband what we did, and he came three times up my ass, I'm like, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> he's like, better you than me, because I don't have time for that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe if we had all weekend, probably a
2: long weekend, you could do that, but. Well, the nice thing is, like I said, I've played with both of them in the past, but they've altered their kind of habits due to Corona. They no longer host people at their house. And they both have a small circle of people that they trust that they will do things with. And um, I was kind of nice that it was, you know, kind of included the husband indirectly. And it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, So that was my gossip. So I'm like, okay, I got donuts, I got ass. Um, I had a weekend where I didn't I could get take care of other things. And, you know, I would have loved being out this weekend and socializing, but another part of me was like, how social do I feel? Cause when I'm at Creek Ridge, I feel like I have to be on, you know, I'm going to see a lot of people. I know I have to be kind of in a social mood. And this weekend I also can, wasn't completely feeling that. So, you know, I saw on Facebook, a lot of people um, who I wasn't expecting to be there, there. I'm like, damn it. Cause there's one friend who, um, I haven't really seen him since he's moved back to the area. And I really would love to get together with him and just talk about what what, he's been up to the last decade. He was there. Um, No, no, no. I mean, yes, he would be fun to fuck too, but I actually would like to actually have conversation. (laughs) Um, And uh, we, um, yeah. And he was there. I'm like, damn it. I could have had a weekend of catching up with him and finding out, you know, we also have some mutual friends who've kind of dropped off the radar, and I was kind of like, "Do you have you heard from so-and-so? Because I'm kind of curious. So, so yeah, I will contact him at some point and say, hey, what do you think of Creek Ridge? And find out if he's going some other weekend. Because that's what mm-hmm. I need to do is plan the weekends I will go, and then I can be ready for that. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, yes? Ooh, no, I- no, 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 I just – you made a sound, I made a sound. It's like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. I remember barking out the door when it was nothing. Uh,
0: so we are recording this uh, on Father's Day. Uh-huh. And in keeping with being completely unoriginal, because four other podcasts, uh, gay podcasts that I follow are also doing this, uh, in, talking about daddies. <laughs> Why not? Um, one of the things that happened um, in the last couple of weeks is I, I follow a Reddit called malicious compliance. And short version of the story is um, a young trans man was told by his parents that he had to change the preferred name field that was on file uh, at, the, at his high school. And so he changed it by adding another letter on to the end of his preferred name, which of course made his parents blow up. We told you to change it to your legal name. No, you told me to change it. So I changed it.
2: Uh, but I made a comment. So what was it before? Was it his his actual name that he goes by? Or was it? The, the high school
0: has two name fields in their database. Uh-huh. They have a legal name field and a preferred name field. Okay. So legal name was legal name and then preferred name was his boy name okay. and the parents found out that the preferred name was his you know preferred boy name and they said you got to change it and he's like all right and added another letter onto the end of it <laughs> so yeah which did not make the situation much better but he eventually got out of there but i i commented on the thread and i said let me be your dad for a while Son, I love you and I'm proud of you. Now stay hydrated, take your meds, and check the air pressure in your tires. This comment blew up. Right now, it shows that it has gotten uh, over 9,200 upvotes on the one comment and a whole bunch of responses. I'm glad my phone has a do not disturb function. Because I made that comment kind of offhanded just before going to bed, mm-hmm. and I woke up to a whole bunch of notifications of all the replies. Um, a lot of them were, you know, similar dad advice. You know, uh, change your oil. Don't drop a fork in the garbage disposal again. Uh, again. Again. Nice. But it, one of them was. Hey, when I'm feeling sad, can I hire you to be my internet dad? And I responded back, no, because I don't want to charge for this service, (laughs) but feel free to slide into my DMs.
2: I'll dad for free.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. And from there I found um, uh, Reddit's called Dad for a Minute and Internet Parents, um, where Uh, you can be somebody's dad for a minute or ask – questions of the you know, of your internet parents that you were never able to ask your real ones. And, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, us gay men and, you know, and daddies and fathers and how it it seems like the stereotype is that we have horrible relationships with our fathers. At least that's the stereotype. Um, Although, you know, Sort, it sort of seems to be the standard trope. You know, you, you've got the father who is focused on making money uh, to the detriment of his family. And, you know, there have been so many sitcoms and sappy movies about that.
2: Well, the other trope is too that, you know, it's not <clears throat> just that the dad is preoccupied with making money, but also, you know, fathers are... Very authoritarian and and standoffish and not emotional and don't give you know love and affection because society tells you you can't show love and affection when you're a male and I think that's the other trope too is you just have this stereotypical you know authoritarian father who's you know kind of the British the British colonial, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know I mean informal poll with us um you know I I did not grow up with my dad it was my mom and dad divorced way before I was even aware of him but she lived with her parents and uh, I mean my grandparents were basically parental figures so my grandfather was a father figure to me and he was a pretty good father figure you know he was a decent you know salt of the earth type of guy so I you know even though I'm like okay single mom but it's like eh, she was more honestly my mom and my aunt were more like siblings to me older siblings in the kind of the relationships we had you know, I, I never saw her as the person that had to keep things from, you know, that was my grandmother. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was, uh, at, um, at Creek Ridge, I was wearing, um, dog tags around my neck and it's the, uh, Mr. Friendly, well, previously Mr. Friendly, now team friendly, but does say Mr. Friendly on it. And the other one is my dad's, um, my dad's dog tag, um, that we talked about before my sister gave it to me last Christmas and some guy saw it and said oh were you in the military and I'm like no um and talked about my dad and and he said well what did he do and I thought Jesus I don't know a lot of answers to these questions and 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 um and I said he didn't talk about it and he said yeah you know a lot of people that that um that era just never never wanted to discuss it much and then we got into talking about fathers and I said well you know my, my I'm sure my dad did the best he could like everybody does but uh, he's very German um, born in 1919 so uh, 1931 was kind of kicked out of the house at 12 years old to go make money somewhere but his his whole uh, um, thing about <laughs> being any bit open was you know I told you once that I loved you if anything changes I'll let you know it's like all right <laughs> You know, so that's that's kind of where where my my whole training in, in the being open has come from. Um, but I, I'm really liking the Facebook messages that I see from our contemporaries today um, with, with some really loving thoughts about their fathers. Now it doesn't say anything about the relationship was um, at all, but that people can still. And there's so many that are so younger than me who still have their fathers around. Um, and you can see the joy, and you can see, you can see the, the love in those in those posts, and it's nice to see.
0: In, in my life, um, I I am very lucky that I got good parents. Um, they former hippies, um, so really laid back on a lot of things. Um, when when I was young, young, so before first grade. Um, dad really took care of us. Uh, t- took care of my brother and myself because he was unemployed and mom was working outside the home. So for several years, he was doing the Mr. Mom thing. Things got a bit more tense, uh, as I, you know, grew older, became a teenager. He's very outdoorsy, very much into scouting, claims the Boy Scout saved his life, um, which in a way is true, uh, because. In order to do high adventure camping you have to have a physical every year and one year um, they found stage three colon cancer oh. uh, yeah and uh, he he has officially recovered from that I mean they, they found it when he was 50 he is you know currently in his mid 60s so he is considered recovered uh, from that uh, again yeah, he credits the scouts and do it. So he, you know, is very active, very outdoorsy. And I, I was a fat nerdy kid. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of bumped up against each other on that. And yeah, just, just being a, uh, a, a gay boy, um, yeah, also made life interesting. And you know, my parents knew, I mean, they, they told me when I came out officially, they're like, shit, we've known for years. Why didn't you tell me?
1: (laughs) You had to get there yourself.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Um, but and you know, since you know, moving out of the house um, and you know, growing older, the relationship between my father and I has gotten a lot better. And um, I'm glad he's still here. I'm. He is loving loving being a being grandpa to Mm -hmm. my nieces. Um, It is his favorite thing
1: did you talk to your dad today?
0: I did talk to my dad today. Called called him uh, earlier this morning. How
1: often do you to
0: talk to him? Um, well we're he's on Facebook and so you know we communicate via Facebook and email on a regular basis. Uh, phone calls not so much.
2: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I called my well, I mean my biological father. Yeah, I called him. We talked for 8 minutes caught up um I think it was the first time I've talked to him in a couple of years because I'm just not close with that side of the family at all so it's like the fact that it's like oh he's in my phone well might as well call <laughs> yeah. and the number still works it's funny though because he has this very he answers the phone but he never looks at the number so whenever he answers the phone he always assumes it's a telemarketer so he answers and he says speak <laughs> and the, and I thought it was the answering machine. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, hi, this Mike, and blah, wishing you're happy. He's like, oh, Mike, and I'm like, oh, you're real. He says, he'll say, speak, and then they' you know, and then if he realizes they're just giving him a he says, you know, end, and hangs up on them. And it's like, okay, nice.
1: Some things are genetic, aren't
2: they? I well, I can say I see my get my antisocial behavior from both sides. Uh the uh so yeah so you know but you know it was it was not awkward but you know it's just like okay there's not too much to talk about and and i'm glad he's very to the point because the only other member of that family i really talked to is my um uh uncle his brother and he's a chatterer he's like if i didn't have my dad's number in my phone i would have been like okay i'm gonna call my other uncle it's going to be about 45 minutes of just (laughs) Talk about every little thing and i'll get the stuff i need but it's like nope with dad it was eight minutes and over i'm like oh i like this (laughs) god
1: in out done next year
0: (laughs) next you know and of course on the flip side of that there are there is the daddy concept especially among gay men um the the older gentleman who you know teaches Uh, the young one, some would say recruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had quite a few daddies, uh, in, in my gay career. I've always had a touch of gerontophilia. I, I like, I like them old, old men, Mm -hmm. even now as I'm becoming one and yeah, they, they taught me, they guided me and, and the year I turned 35, I got called daddy for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ooh, yeah, I i guess it, it i'm getting there and i i embraced it and you know decided you know to part of it was to start this podcast to help teach and, and guide mm-hmm. those who need it and you yeah, to embrace the my daddyhood and be yeah. you know the the loving caring you know be the mr rogers type although mr rogers with a gigantic libido
2: so
0: perhaps not, Mister Rogers. Oh, Mister Rogers
1: was into.
2: <laughs> See when yeah, when I was younger, I was not you know, I was very shy, not very active, and also uh, you know just not really great self-image, and you know also very plump. So I don't think I attracted the attention of a lot of uh, older gentlemen who wanted to show me the way. I kind of had to figure it out for myself. Also, I my formative years is coming out was surrounded by lesbians it just happened because that's who came out in my circle was a bunch of women and no men. So my first few years of being gay was like, okay, lesbians. So it's like, yes, flannel and politics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and super rude. But, uh, the, yeah, so, I mean, I never really attracted the attention of older gents and, you know, now that I'm older, it's like, you know, again, for me, i I'm pretty passive when it comes to interacting with people. Like I'm not making the first move. So, you know, it's one of those things is like a lot of, I think younger guys would be expecting, you know, the older person to kind of say, Hey, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I I can just, you know, which is bad because like I said, I've had interactions with guys that I think we, he really wanted to be fucked. I really wanted to fuck him, but we're both passive. So that just ain't happening he makes vague references to getting fucked and I make some vague references to being ready and then we both like drop it and like yeah two passive guys are even worse than like two tops together (laughs) somebody has to
0: make that move and Um,
1: And anybody who's seen Mike in a bar would not even (laughs) believe the story you're telling (laughs) because you're like well I've I've talked to you enough I'm going to go talk to somebody else I mean that could be just boredom
2: but usually people I've already talked to. I mean, these are people I already established relationships with. So, but to approach that stranger, that hot stranger that I would like to like get to know. Yeah, it, it, I can only do it if they're already talking to someone I know and I can kind of shoulder in the conversation and it kind of, and sometimes it's awkward where you're just like, Hey, and then no one's really including you in the circle. And it's like, I'm going to wander back to the bar and get some more booze. That, that happens often.
1: I've been called daddy and and I I don't like I I I guess I need to learn. If somebody's calling me anything, that's probably oh. a good thing. But <laughs> I guess I feel like there's a there's a I like I don't know anything that anybody else would ever want to know or doesn't already know. So from that point of view, um the gentleman that I would started to see right before this all came down found me on Growler or someplace, I don't remember. And we met, and we were having a good time together. And have been talking throughout um, the, the quarantine time. That one of the earlier questions was, you know, we're kind of 25 years apart, you know. Is and I thought, well, you know. And some other, some actual straight friends of mine said, you know, he's really good for you because you need to take the in the knowledge you know and help guide somebody else for a change. And I said, well, who's going to help me? And it's like you don't need any help. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, but uh, since that, the last week, he's decided that, no, I'm too old for him now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> which which always stings. It's like, but that's what I told you to begin with. Uh, okay, all right. So, yeah, I just deleted pictures from my phone. I deleted up 300 pictures of people that I don't want to talk to anymore from my phone today whoa <laughs> i know and uh one of them wants a picture of him and his, his beautiful penis um hmm. um so yeah the, the whole daddy thing is is really kind of an elusive concept
2: now well it's um, funny because in my mind i only think of the term daddy as sexual like i hear that that word and it <laughs> is like there's that food truck that's called daddy's little grill and it's like oh cute playing words but that's creepy Oh my God, that's funny! <laughs> and then there's then there's um, a, a country song called "Daddy's Hands" that I've heard at karaoke at Esquire several times. This young, you know, younger, got bearish, cubbish guy belting out that song. And I'm just like, this sounds oh, super so creepy. Okay. I got it. No, I got it But um, yeah. So for me, Daddy is always. In fact, I was listening to a podcast that involved three brothers and their father, and one of them said "Daddy," and the host was like. <laughs> no, can't use that word please <laughs> even though that might be the word they grew up with calling him they're like we're aware enough now that it sounds weird from a grown-ass adult calling another grown-ass adult daddy um likewise all the um other terms for a father father dad pops pa papa all those phrases i don't see any sexual element too unless you're doing some like heavy role playing where you're like getting into this scene where you're trying to play out a authentic scene of like, you know, father, son. And then I could see being called dad sounding kind of sexy because you're trying to go for this verisimilitude, but you know, just in a sexual thing, if some, you know, if I'm fucking a guy hard and he says, Oh, father, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> forgive I, me I,
0: father. That's I have sinned.
2: Like, yeah. or <laughs> dad calls me dad. I'm like, no or they no me, or they call me daddy and i'm like you're a time traveler or a vampire <laughs> what the hell are you talking about but no um you know so yeah i i this demarcation daddy means sexy and and everything else just means you know the person who raised you you know the masculine figure who either contributed sperm or you know was there throwing a ball at you or something like that at you I love that you said at you <laughs>
1: Here catch that was that just gave away so right there Oh at you not with you but
0: at, at you, you.
2: Oh. Yes it is interesting dynamics and you know for me it's like I mean you say age and it's funny because I do see people in their 20s like listing themselves as daddy and it's like is it always age related i mean I, I you know there's doms i think you can have younger doms right the actual to be a daddy i do see more of a mentoring it's kind of not so much dominance but yeah this mentoring caring kind of individual who you know yes is going to do wonderfully horrible things to your body but also is right. has some concern for your emotions
0: yes and no right okay. a daddy has to have some experience, some knowledge, and be able to teach, and that comes more with age. But there's nothing that says that the daddy necessarily has to be older than the boy. If the boy is less experienced, more you know, more recently joined and got interested in leather and kink, right. um, <laughs> like you know, someone I won't mention.
2: Um, okay, you're pointing though, right? <laughs> screens are not the same age, so you're pointing at me on my screen. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no uh, all
1: right. Okay. Far, uh, Fargo. No, no you're right. It's not age, but it's also it's also um, your state of mind and your confidence level, as is anything in life,
2: basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Daddiness is definitely an attitude so i guess there could be a twenty something who is a daddy but it also i'm wondering if it's one of those titles you can actually claim for yourself or does it have to be you know, given to you you know like you said arcane you turn 35 and people start calling you it so it's like okay i accept this you know mantle thank you but you know is that always the case or can you just say i'm a daddy now i think it means more when it's given to you mm-hmm.
0: S- such as the title of sir at-, at the first claw I went to you know I had my badge sir Arcane oh. and they asked they said sir Arcane huh who knighted you I'm like my sub
2: huh.
0: so a- and that shut him down real quick you can claim your top you can claim your daddy but for all of these titles it, it to me it feels that you should earn them. In some
2: respect, uh, you know. it's it's tricky because you know with our communities, our communities are pretty much they just came into being. You know, there's no council who sits down and say, "Okay, this is what it means to be a pump and these are the rules and guidelines for pupness. Um, you know, this is what it is about. You know, twink, you know, twinkness, and things like that. There's no council of you know these peers who have rules and then you have to, I mean, even I'm thinking even like the old guard leather who are very regimented and have protocols, you know, is there really a high council of them who kind of speak for them all or is it pretty much city by city, region by region that has their own, you know, community and they truly is a community, but you know, it, I'm sure it varies, you know, group by group. And like I said, so for daddies or anything in the gay community, we kind of made this up ourselves, and have you know made a community, but it's not you know codified in this, a serious way.
1: Not
0: yeah no, it's not specifically codified, but there are certain tropes and certain signs, definitely that, that you look for. Yeah, guidelines, uh, but but you know vague suggestions, and you know there is the um, platonic ideal daddy. Out there that th- those who claim to be daddy you know measure themselves against it's not written down the international order of sodomites has not issued a ruling from the board as to what makes somebody a daddy
2: I wish they would because it's causing so much confusion oh, <laughs> I
0: have to bring it up at the next board meeting
1: <laughs> it's always so early in the day <laughs> <laughs> international meeting from the, the Netherlands.
2: Oh, we can... want we want to catch it before everyone has to have their afternoon naps.
1: That's true. There's a comment here in the chat. See also the difference between father I have sinned and daddy I've been naughty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Those are yeah. very different things, especially S-
2: saying the same thing roughly, but you picture it's it differently
1: triggering if you grow up Catholic. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh right. We are running low
0: on time so moving on um crafting uh fargo i see that you are actively crafting as we are talking
1: i have chosen better colors for this Ooh, Ooh. yeah very nice the same mosaic pattern i did before but in much more vibrant colors i green and purple and i made this one instead 140 wide 240 wide so um, I only do it on days when the air conditioner's on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm still very lucky that I started doing this during the COVID thing, um, but that's that's just that's what I'm doing now. Oh, and there's another stitch along for you nerds on Joanne's Crafting starting oh. in July, and I've ordered my my yarn. It's on the way.
2: Now, is is there a cost for the stitch along itself, or is it just uh, having? The... You no,
1: know, it's run um, through through Joanne's Crafts. I'll send you a link yep. if you want, Mike. But oh, sure. Um, it's um, this fabulous gay boy <laughs> named Mikey from Aww. the, and it, um, yeah, he's just got this bevy of women uh, of, uh, on this group. And it's very supportive. They actually had to kick somebody out recently. I'm like, how sad is your life that you get kicked out of a crochet group on Facebook? <laughs> what the fuck do you have to do um anyway uh but yeah he he goes through it so this is like four weeks of lessons and what they expect you to get done in a week is crazy but um you can go back to them, and it's it's just kind of it's it's fun it's fun cool.
2: i was it, just like joins myself to pick up um well you know just some um supplies basically i needed paracord because you know i had to tie someone's junk up and yes go. found out someone likes cbt love it who, who knew well he does know. <laughs> yeah, he does all know. right Excellent.
0: yeah pa- paracord on the nuts and you know wrap it loosely at first and then get tighter and tighter and then when you're ready to take it off i mean shoot, you you smack it you with, can
2: be... oh i was gonna say you smack it with a riding crop next and then well
0: well that too i mean you can do all sorts of things when they're tied up and stretched out and then when it's about time to to take the paracord off you just grab on and pull like you're starting a chainsaw.
1: <laughs> yeah, and,
0: and have the balls
2: helicopter around and smack into everything. I, oh. I, I told him about that as I was wrapping it, and he was like, Nah, I don't think he was too keen on that. But that's OK. We we didn't undo it that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the gentleman be... who was over grabbed my nuts so hard. And I, I just love the physical reaction that, I mean, it he's grabbing them so hard that I can feel it in the, the pit of my stomach oh. and, it, and it feels good but my, my dick is just rock hard and it's like it's so physical and it just happens before I even think about it. It's like, oh, I guess I like that. It, it's just kind of funny to me.
0: Cool. Uh, I'll have to
2: do that to you sometime. Uh, 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 but no no crafting on my end. Well, other than craft shopping that I then got used to. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of
0: CBT. Upcoming event, Virtual Claw 3, June 26th through 28th. Looking forward to it. Let's see here, there is a a session on there for electric play for the male body from CBT to electric penetration uh, by uh, Master Stephen. Session on needle play, on rope suspension, uh, Black Lives Matter panel discussion, Electrical fire play. Not sure how those two things work together. I'm curious. Uh, And then don't uh, use water on it. That's er all I can say. Erotic Uh boxing uh, and an AMA of uh, the founder of uh, Square Peg Toys. Head over to ClawInfo.org to register for the
2: weekend. Um, there are
1: some great Black Lives Matters discussion, and I, I'm really looking forward to that because I think everybody could use that education.
0: Indeed. Uh, there are packages for $20, 50 and $100. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are also having a raffle for a motorcycle suit from Rider Gear. And tickets for that are $10 for one, $50 for six, Hundred dollars for fifteen. Prize value is one thousand dollars. And if they don't, if they don't sell at least a thousand dollars worth of tickets, it'll roll over to Virtual Claw Four. So they're
2: already planning a Virtual Claw Four. Yeah, yeah. it looks like yeah, they've had one every other weekend. It seems and...
1: <laughs> every month, every three to four weeks. It's
0: feeling more like a monthly thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So, hey, cool. If, if I'm, I'm glad that they are finding it successful. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, last one didn't interest me too much. This one, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drop 20 bucks on and uh, I'll be there. And you can tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you guys all about it and you know, I'll probably end up uh, flashing my dick uh, at the uh, Cigar Social or the gear party. And
1: um, go figure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, just in any one of the classes, because, hey, why not? And on that note, we've run out of time again. Uh, please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, and project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harrypronecom. Our theme music is Hotspot by Hawks, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Sewards of Paris, Gage, and Linoleum Knife. Oh, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane, well, Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.